Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella. And I'm Bernice. Welcome back. It's another beautiful, almost full-time summer week. But, like, I feel like after Memorial Weekend, it's just, like, summer for reals, for reals, you know? Like, Memorial Weekend is the start of pop your pussy summer. Okay, yes. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, is it has it summer solstice hit yet? I don't think so. No, that it's, like, the 23rd-ish or something. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's, it's, it's sometime later, all right? But for me, summer has began. Uh, it is now full throttle summer. Okay, baby. I mean, it's summer. It's feeling summer, you know, global warming. It definitely feels like summer. I've already hit. It's already paddleboard season. We've already been known that. Uh, and that's usually a summer activity. But Oh, my we're God. Hitting... You got another paddleboard? <laughs> no, same paddleboard, babes. Same paddleboard. You paddleboard we take back. it out. Same paddleboard. Oh, yeah. She was saved from the wreckage. You weren't here it was last a... year. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I almost unalived myself, but then I bought a paddleboard, and then the paddleboard, this is all jokes, and then the paddleboard got stuck in the wreckage when my car was totaled, and I thought my life was over, but we were able to uh, use the claws of life, as it were, to get my paddleboard out before I got screwed over uh, by the insurance company. Can't believe that was basically a year ago. That was a year ago, but look at us now. Different people. I, I can't even. I, oh, yeah. That's why I was like, oh my God, it's paddleboard season again. Like, where is that paddleboard at? Um, it is a new season. I have decided. I don't know what it is about the air. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. All right. But like, all my life, I've been an over fucking little analyzer. I've been an anxious little girl. And for some reason, this summer is giving, I don't give no fucks energy. I'm not overthinking fucking shit. It's giving bimbo hours. Like, I'll overthink in the fall. It's giving kind of unbothered. I'm going with the hee-hee-ha-has. Whatever feels good, feels good. And we're riding that wave. Yeah? Yeah. Girl, I've never been more healed than I am healed now. So we are thriving. But I'll do my little update because we're talking about, like, it being a year. So today Mm -hmm. is my grandmother's 101st birthday. One zero one. So claps and snaps to the oldest person I've ever yeah. known. But our queen, Ms. our queen, Tudor, the tutor. Yes. Oof, she's got some some great nuggets. But this weekend was um, we went to church and she got a shout out in the middle of the service. We stopped service. Pastor shouts out the matri. These are his words, not mine. The matriarch of the church and her 101st birthday, she gets a standing ovation, a two-minute applause, okay? And then afterwards, I literally, like, I've been around celebrities. I've never been around a celebrity like this before, okay? People were coming, lining up. We had lines out the door to speak to her to wish her a happy birthday. And people were coming up to her like, oh, you know, I I don't know if you remember me, but we once volunteered together. I just want to say, like, you've always been a, big inspiration in my life like yada 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 and i was like you know it's giving like amazing awesomeness also the post office calls us and says there's too many cards for her mailbox she has presents coming up the yin yang too many flowers we're gonna need you to pick these up 
Okay? She's busting <laughs> from the seams of appreciation letters from people. Okay? And then <laughs> I did that in the morning. And then in the evening, I watched the succession finale. I won't give any spoilers. But, you know, one of the main characters is Logan Roy. And he's, like, the most successful guy ever. But, like, how do we show up in this world? Because arguably he's the most successful guy. His kids hate him. Everyone around him fucking hates him, says he's a piece of shit. And then we have somebody else like my grandma who literally you you couldn't find a bad like you couldn't find someone that says a bad thing about this woman. Every single person's talking about how amazing and kind and she is. And I'm like, you know what? That's who I want to be. That's how I want to show up in the world is every day. Put a penny in the kindness bank so that when I'm 101, I can cash out and leave this world knowing, you know what? I did good. I got a hundred letters. I got, she got over a hundred letters, bro. It's insane. People from all, literally people from all over the globe sent this woman letters. And she's like, she's really trying to like be casual about it. She's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. She's like, ah, so many people try to contact me. I was, I'm overwhelmed with all these letters. And I'm like, oh, we love this for you. You know, love we that for you. Love, love the energy. Tutor 100%. So, yeah, it's, it's giving me inspiration. It's giving me life. It's giving me, let's be just be good people. Be good people. Put things, good <laughs> let's things just out in the be world. Good people. You know, I could not agree more with you. I've been really introspective lately. And one of the things that I've been introspective about is like, I feel like sometimes people play games like with ourselves and we're not like fully ourselves and sometimes I don't know sometimes I think about how much better I could have communicated or how much more myself I could have been in a situation and it would have just like gone differently you know so I was like why don't I just worry about being a good person and just worrying about being my most authentic self and just kind of seeing where the cards lay. So I hope mm. I, I, I don't know if I need to make it to 101, but I'm glad your grandma is still with us today. All right. Is she out there popping her pussy right now? I mean, she's see, this is the thing we went to. She recently the moved best into, of her abilities. <laughs> yeah, we I went into her retirement facility and all her new homies are telling me how great she is. Like, oh, your grandmother's the greatest woman I've ever met. And she's still making new friends. And I'm like, God damn. Like yeah. you're still you're you're 101. You're still, still making, trying to meet new people. Yeah, and I'm like that is inspiring. Still, still trying for hot girl summer. Exactly. Oh, she's got a patio. She's living her best life. Okay. Uh, she's got a great view. It's it's it, you know it's inspiring. Feeling great. Anyways, what's up okay. with you? What's good with you? You know, today I I said goodbye to my past roommates. And realize uh-huh. that I've lived with like seven people since I've been to New York, but that's okay. Um, and then I moved rooms because I've been in the same room for two years and it's been a blast, but it felt like I felt like I needed change. And instead of thinking about it with a second thought, I just, I just started moving my bed out, out the way. I, I don't know. There was no thoughts because then I, as I got to the doorway, I realized it wasn't going to fit. And then I had to undo the whole thing like halfway through the, through the door. Um, no thoughts, just vibes, but actually I realized that my ex-roommate's room is way bigger. So we're here, we've arrived, we're open to changing good things, and that's pretty much it. I'm leaving to Orlando in like six days. There's a lot that needs to get done before then. And, you know, 
just vibes, living hot girl summer, tried to go to the beach, there was a goddamn sandstorm. But the thing about it, since my life is a comedy satire, it felt like it just, it just made sense that the day I tried to go to the beach, there's a sandstorm. Series of unfortunate events. But vibes, you know, and I okay. always said, I can have fun anywhere, all right? You, sandstorm you, or I'll not? I'll have a good, yeah, except it got into my contacts and then I was like, I'm having so much fun, I just can't see shit. <laughs> and so it was like that. But other than that, pretty good. I'm excited for today's episode. Should we get right into it? We're talking about ecosystems today, baby. Let's do it. Okay. everybody we're talking about ecosystems i'm Mm -hmm. excited about this because i haven't thought about we're we're talking about ecosystems as a uh, allegory or how it relates to our lives right and i was an ap and visai girl and so i'm excited to try and (laughs) draw some parallels hopefully make mr feigelstickles proud uh i owe him i really was a bad bad student in his class because I stopped caring for sure. And his class was right after lunch. And you could go Ew. to Chipotle and back. Yeah. Not in enough time to actually go to Chipotle and back. So mm. but we went we were about fifteen minutes late with Chipotle and Starbucks every single day to class. And then he's like, You guys gotta cut this out. <laughs> and he kinda was giving like a submissive energy. I don't mm. know. Like he, he just was not giving. Like he that got dominant, got. You guys he, were yeah. running that bitch. You were running, we're running the, show. the class. Damn. Yeah. So, but I'm showing. <laughs> I'm proving today that I paid a little bit of attention in that class. So let's talk On, about ecosystems for the teachers. This one goes out to the teachers. <laughs> Okie dokie. Today we're talking about ecosystems. All right, and ecosystems they vary. They're just the people that you hang out with right? They're the, the, the ecosystem that you make yourself, your social ecosystem, the way that your friend groups work, your family. Yeah, I definitely, you know, what an ecosystem is yourself, your surroundings, what you eat, breathe, and everybody else around you, your other, the other specimens and species within your little ecosystem that all run together. In harmony or in disharmony sometimes. In chaos. Some <laughs> some species do go extinct with a loss of resources, which, you know, resources can be anything. Patience, money, ambition, friendship. All of those <laughs> <Love>. things. <laughs> all of those things. So for the purposes of this episode, all right, think of yourself, of your ecosystem, of the people that surround you and resources. Be all the extra things in your life that feed those around you. Do you feel like you're an apex predator or do you think you're like a you know, a uh, species that's a foundational species where like you might be low on the food chain, but if you get removed, everything's falling apart. I think I'm like, I, I would like to say that I'm more of like a, <laughs> like, like a sweet member of an ecosystem, but one that without shit would go away. Like if I decided that I wasn't happy and we all had to go down, like, shit would go down. You know what I mean? So I would like to be, like, very harmless until you realize that 
that bitch was necessary for the ecosystem. I would say that vibe. Okay, I would say that I'm more like, I feel like I'm a bumblebee, right? I'm just yeah. out here vibing, making sure <laughs> zoomy, that... Zoomy, yeah. zoomy, zoomy, zoomy. I'm out here just um, pollinating the plants. But let's. But if bees disappeared, everyone would be fucked. Even people that don't notice me, because I might just be a nuisance in some people's life. But if I was gone, y'all would miss me. You'd notice. You would notice. You would notice. I agree with you. I agree. With, I would say 100%. Sometimes El Tudor wouldn't be there, and I'd be like, this would be way more fun if El was here. <laughs> oh, vice versa, baby. Um, but talking more about our ecosystems, uh, we'll talk a little bit about communities. I feel like I-, I witnessed the value of community and showing up for your community this weekend. I already talked about my grandma about church, but like I was thinking about it. She's really shown up the same place every week at the same time for 50 years that's crazy and i think about kind of like my community and the people that i'm involved with and some of us are just community based off the same place same time i got my little comedian community of just me showing up to the same open mics as them my little yogi community of the yogis of which i participate in I'm starting to get a little paddleboard community man same people at the lake every week Ooh. I'm going to get to saying what's up to them eventually, but right now it's just like that weird same place, same time type of energy. You know, it that's really how you can start to build community is just showing up and being consistent. I think one community I did not see myself becoming part of, but like now I realize I'm full blown is like TikTok EDM community. Like I got so many different internet friends all over the u.s that i'm like oh my god i'm going to this music festival and that person's going and i'm meeting up with that person and i would not have known any of these people at all had i not started posting like random edm content on tiktok so you can really make any community that you want of anything that you enjoy doing as long as you put in a little bit of effort a little bit of work and you go find some people and you decide to get a little social with that you know, love that for you. And like, I think like, you know, you also you sent me little flow artists that like I follow back. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, like, I'll follow them. But I feel like there's just a community for everything. Like, I was actually gonna I forgot about this. But someone this week that I saw like some thanks for your concern energy. And it kind of relates to this with communities. I watched Mer People documentary on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar? I did see so- the preview. You know, I I, I love Are a good docuseries. Are you trying no. out to be a mermaid? Okay, just checking. No, but I, 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 I did not know it was a billion-dollar industry, right? I didn't yeah. know there was that many mermaids out there. Uh, and then they also were just talking about building community, and I, I really was like, damn, there is a community for everything. And another for community anything. that I saw online recently that, again, was thanks for your concern, energy, are you familiar with hobby horsing? No. What is hobby horsing? Okay. So I'm being dead serious. Do you know what a hobby horse is or a stick no, horse? No. No. A horse with a, a horse, you know, like a plush horse head on a stick? Yeah. So there's people out there that compete against each other to be the best hobby horser, which is essentially they are the jockey and the horse with a stick horse. Oh. This is international. This is it worldwide competitions for hobby horses. They do like so, jumps and Oh, they're ga- they're like galloping. Yeah, 
they're galloping. They do a little bit more. They do jumps. They do sh- showing. I don't know. And I was like, damn, another community I didn't know existed. So there's really a community for anything. So any of your little quirks or things that you think, there can't be that many people. There's bajillions of people. There's trillions of people on this earth. You will find your community if you put yourself out there. And we are full sending cringe in this podcast, all right? We are cringe and we are free. We do not hide our hobbies, our passions, Mm -mm. our... No, no, no. We full send in them. We make videos about them. We share them with the world, the universe. If anybody gives you hate, they're an asshole. They're not worth our times, all right? Precisely. As much as you can also gain community from the things that you like, there's also communities that you stumble upon, whether that is you are dating somebody. And now you have gained an ecosystem of their family members, okay? And sometimes that's a poor ecosystem to join. <laughs> that's not the best ecosystem sometimes. I, uh, there's been cer- several people that I've dated where, who's range, all right? Sometimes their families were amazing. Sometimes they weren't so good. Sometimes I realized they made me uncomfortable. And I was really just putting up with it because I was dating somebody and I cared about them. But once it was over, I was like, wow, do I never have to see that person again? And that feels amazing. You know, it's interesting because I feel like the family dynamics, like obviously you build a relationship and rapport with some people's families. And for instance, like I'm homies with my cousin's ex and we're all good like I think if it made him uncomfortable he would say something but it's so weird because I kind of forget like oh the reason why we're friends is because you dated my cousin for four years right like there's some good people but then I also I see my ex's brother who I used to hang out with legitimately like all the time I see him a lot we live in the same neighborhood and he's always checking in seeing how I'm doing and stuff like that and I just think it's funny because like he knows not to bring up the like he knows I don't want to know anything about my ex. He knows it was toxic. Like we don't talk yeah. about it. It doesn't come up. But it's weird who you like kind of bring into your how you enter someone's ecosystem and they start fucking with you, but then like they got to maintain the ecosystem. You you kind of have to be on the outskirts. You're not actually in. You're not fully incorporated in there. Yeah, you really got to think about who you're bringing into your ecosystem. We talked about this a little bit last week, but I think to go a little more in depth is sometimes when you're bringing people into your ecosystem, and I was a big uh, offender of this, I would m- m- like mesh people together that really had no business being meshed together. I'd just be like, you know what? I just got a new boyfriend. He's hanging out with me and my besties all the time. Like, I just met this random bitch off the street. She seems great. Let me bring her into my friend group. Maybe no, you know, and then I I realized that that was creating more distress in my ecosystem at times that it was improving the ecosystem, introducing a new species to the ecosystem kind of takes a little time. It takes a little effort. And sometimes when you're too eager and you introduce something to a new ecosystem, things may not go as well as you may hope. Yeah, you got to like acclimate things slowly, slowly. if you, you can't rush it. <laughs> right. Like, if anyone is into aquariums, not that I am, but I've watched enough TikToks <laughs> about aquariums to know, you can't just throw a fish into a new aquarium. You got to slowly acclimate it to that environment, to that ecosystem, right? I well, feel like, that. you know, I always 
find it really interesting when people try to add new people into other friend groups. And then, you know, friend groups kind of blend and mishmash. And it's funny when something happens and then it, like, changes the group. Like, who sides with who? And I've lost, like, both set of friends because I kind of refuse to pick a side because I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Right? And I always find that interesting. Or you start dating somebody and then they end up being the ones that keep all your friends when you break up and you're like, what the fuck? It was my ecosystem. Yeah, but you brought somebody into your ecosystem and now that's also their ecosystem. They set up shop in your tank, bitch. Like, they conquered (laughs) and now you may have to deal with the repercussions of your actions that they have taken over your species. They are now the apex predator. Now, do you need to go find a new ecosystem? Or you gotta you, you gotta know your place. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, crazy. <laughs> the animal kingdom is nuts. All right. <laughs> it is. It is crazy. The animal kingdom is crazy. The animal kingdom is crazy, and it's also like it's just interesting how things work out, and it's rarely how you predict it. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you feel like you're going scientists i guess there's like scientific marvels and then there's just like marvels within the universe right like sometimes science can't explain things and i feel like that's the same when like you bring someone new into your ecosystem and you're like oh if i bring my boyfriend into this group i it's gonna go like this and then it goes some other way and you're like damn did it predict that that kind of went against the laws of nature how'd that happen the hypotheses failed yeah and sometimes you just got to take those L's with grace, right? You you had a thought. You pulled through. It didn't play out. You got to let him go. You got to either go with whatever the new species is, maybe a new ecosystem, or you got to you gotta check in with your ecosystem. I feel like something that happened when I decided to bring my boyfriend into, like, my friend group is I didn't really ask my friends how they felt about that. You know what I mean? And obviously now in the other side where sometimes – People get new partners and they start just hanging out with them or they just bring them everywhere. Sometimes I'm like, yo, can you not? Like, I thought it was just going to be like an us thing. And obviously, like, I want to welcome your partner because you care about them. But I also just want to hang out with you because you're my friend and you also act different around your significant other. Everybody does. Yeah. I I mean, it's always interesting, too, because it's like I sometimes like some of my friendships that I no longer have because of how they wanted to organize their life and their ecosystem kind of makes me sad. And we always talk about our friend that like, we're like, I hope you never break up with him because you will, you know, like, you know, it's like you, like, it's like you pushed people away and now I like really hope it works out. You let him isolate you. Yeah. Yeah. I had, oh, it just, I I don't know. And to this day, I have memories of this person hop up on my Snapchat and I really don't, like I don't wish any ill will and I like I I, but I hope I think I think I'm like damn like I wonder if she has the same regrets that I have for her which are like listen I don't know I had the most bizarre dm the other day and it I never thought I would get like a hate girly like dm on tiktok right so this girl reaches out to me at profile super private then like this is gonna sound crazy do you know a blank and I'm like Okay, I'm going to need more information. That was like a very common name. They're like, it's a boy. I'm like, okay, I'm still like from my hometown in Seattle. I'm like, I'm still going to know more information. Like, I don't know who you are. Like, and it's like, I'm his girlfriend. 
And I'm like, okay, still need more info. And she was like, I know this is going to sound so crazy, but like he's been acting so weird and you keep showing up on my For You page and like our only uh, mutual is my boyfriend, right? And I'm like, girly pop, I haven't spoken to this man since high school, but message me on Instagram because it's still a little weird. And so she messages me on Instagram and she gives me like this whole story about how she moved from like a different state to be with this guy and like it was kind of giving like shit show it was kind of giving a little like narcissist he's like he's in new york right now and like he gave me these flowers two days ago and said like we were gonna move in together and now he's in new york and he claims he's looking at studio apartments and this girl he told me not to worry about is posting the same flowers and i was like i'm gonna tell you one thing girly pop <laughs> If he tells you not to worry about a bitch, worry about that bitch, okay? Second, cut him. Like, I, you gotta go. I was like, I need you right now to trust your instincts. Because she was like, I just feel so isolated. Like, he's kind of pushed me away of a lot of my friends. And this is a girl reaching out to me on TikTok that doesn't know me. I don't know what about me gave her the energy that I'm a goddamn therapist. But like, okay, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's a sign by God that I'm about to tell you exactly what you need to do. You need to ditch this motherfucker because it sounds exactly like you know what he's been doing to you. Second. Yeah. All right. Get the fuck out. If your brain says run, run, bitch. Use your legs. Get the fuck out of there. And third of all, nobody that loves you is going to take your family, friends, anybody away from you. They're not going to want to isolate you like... They are going to want you to feel loved and supported by the people that love and support you, all right? Like, that is cuckoo bananas. So, I mean, her ecosystem's fucking trash, all right? When you're reaching out to somebody you don't know on the internet to get reassurance of what you already know, you got to get out of that ecosystem. It was, it's a dying ecosystem. That's a, so it's sucking the life out of you. There's no more water in that ecosystem. And we could be talking about, like, I totally agree with you. She should run. I hope you should tell her. Send her this episode so that she can get the... Link in, link like, oh, <laughs> I'll give you more than a for you page. I'll direct message you. No, but, like, this could be a partner. This could be a lot of other things in your ecosystem. Sometimes I see people, and I do this myself, where I see a job sucking the life out of someone. And it's like, they're giving them a little bit of resources. And I'm just like, I'm kind of like... If I was a bumblebee, right, and these daffodils are slowly killing me, but they're giving me a little bit of pollen, maybe I should look for other flowers around, man. Ooh. Like, maybe I should look for a little something more because something shouldn't be simultaneously killing me and giving me what I need. It can't both, like, you know, they can't both be true, right? Or they could be, no. but we got another alternative. We always have alternatives. And I think if there are characters within your ecosystem that have given you trouble before, but you can't get rid of them, let's say like you got mutual friends, you got uh, family members that maybe are going to be around and you can't help that, creating that really clear boundaries about your relationship moving forward and what will happen if those boundaries are not followed. Um, I think there's a lot of power in that. And I think that there's a lot of clarity within yourself and people that care about you are going to understand where you're coming from and they're not going to want to push it. And people that do not care about you are not going to give one single fuck about those boundaries. So once they have proven that you get to say, I told you once, I told you twice, as many times as I guess it takes you to get there and I'm no longer dealing with the shit. And this was the consequences of your actions based on what I asked you to do from the love and respect that you have for me. And it, it shouldn't, like, boundaries aren't crazy. Like, boundaries are like, mm -mm. hey, it makes me upset 
when you say this or when you act this way, right? And if somebody, and someone's going to want to meet you halfway because that's how just when people care about you, they want to make sure they don't hurt your feelings. They want to make sure if you hurt, you feel hurt that you're loved. That's, that's how it is. <laughs> and if people aren't doing that, you got to hop out of that goddamn ecosystem. They'll go find better ones. There's so many better ones. You know, and I, I know that we have, I know that creating boundaries with certain people, for me, it's a lot easier for me to create boundaries with a friend or a coworker than it is with a family member. Because, you know, you feel like this was the ecosystem you're born into. And while you can have chosen family, you know, your family family does not change. But in these family dynamics, if you're having a collapsing ecosystem, the best thing that you can do is like clean up your side of the street the best that you can by just doing your best, being your best person. And then it makes it a lot easier to reinforce those boundaries because you know that you're trying your best and trying to like make the relationship work. Uh, I think that if you have a really difficult time creating boundaries, maybe like if you can look into a therapist, I think a lot of people don't want to go to therapy. Obviously, I'm the number, I'll say it one times, 2,000 times over, I'm the big proponent of therapy. But I think people oftentimes think that something has to be like, quote unquote, wrong with them in order to go seek therapy. And that's just not true. A therapist is a great person to help um you establish healthy boundaries with a family member. And there's also books about healthy boundaries. And you can just look up healthy boundaries and you're going to find resources. It's super, it can be difficult, but it's also, I know that I do this where I feel like a boundary is going to be super hard for me to create. There's going to be something super difficult at a situation where I was just kind of feeling a little run down and I didn't want to go over to my mom's house. And I was like, oh, I don't want to tell her that I don't want to go over. And I was like, kind of like feeling like overwhelmed with saying like, hey, no, I can't come over. But as soon as I like talked to her about the situation and like was like, hey, so like I know you'd like me to come over every week, but like I can't do that because of A, B and C reason. She was super reasonable. And I think I had overestimated that it was going to be a really big conflict when it wasn't. No, it makes sense. Sometimes we really overthink situations in our heads and we, we want to make sure we keep the peace and not stir the pot at certain times. And we all have different triggers and things that we're working through. So therapy is really helpful for a lot of different things that you might struggle with in your life, 100%. And along with those lines of just like creating boundaries and like feeling like your ecosystem, you're at peace with your ecosystem. I would also say like take accountability in the in the place that you play within your ecosystem, right? Like sometimes I would say like my ecosystem was giving chaos and I was like, how do I always end up in these chaotic situations? Like, why is my life so chaotic? And I'm like, bitch, because you're a chaotic ass person. Like, I, I am creating chaos, I am contributing to the chaos, and I'm maintaining in chaos. My ecosystem is full of people just fucking like me, and we're all doing the same fucking shit. So, of course, it's gonna stay chaotic. Like, that, those are the vibes. And I think that if it comes down to maybe you're a chaotic person that really craves stability, you need to rethink your ecosystem a little bit, and maybe you can't alter the general vibe and the direction of the ecosystem like if not everyone's got the same goals you really have to think about stepping out of your ecosystem and finding an ecosystem where other people also want stability and clarity and whatever else is that you want along with the same lines of taking accountability within your ecosystem if your ecosystem is fucking human garbage like if the people that you hang out with 
are cheating on their girlfriends, of their boyfriends, but you have to hang out with them because you have a good time with them. And maybe they buy you stuff or maybe, I don't know, there's some perks to the situation that you're just like, but they're my friends and they're good to me. Well, they're shit to everybody else. That makes you part of that shitty ecosystem. You're also shitty by association. I cannot stress that enough. You know how many people just fucking excuse the, the, their friend's behavior by being like, well, you know, yeah, but those are their choices and you really shouldn't judge me based on their choices. No, but I do judge the fact that like that, that's your closest homie and you know that they're a shitty human being and you're still sticking by them and seeing how great they are when you know they're not like that's weird. And just by that, you're also fucking weird. Yeah, I think that when you're saying about like cleaning up your ecosystem, I totally agree with you with like the people that you're around. But like, honestly, I also think that you should be very conscious of the media that you're consuming. I know that I had to do like a little social media Mm, cleanse of who I was following because especially I guess now more than ever, because now there's so many algorithms that are going to push you towards similar content Mm -hmm. that like, even if I hate watch something, I end up getting more things like that on my feed. If your social feed is toxic you need to clean that. You got to clean that up, baby, because it is fucking up your ecosystem. It is not good for you. All right. And I think we can all do a little better in choosing our ecosystems, being a little wiser in choosing our ecosystems and, um, you know, making sure ecosystems are good and productive. The way that we're unlike an ecosystem is that like we are able to like have a little bit control of what is going on around us, who is around us, what we are feeding ourselves, mind, body and soul. So take control of your ecosystem, baby, and make it a place where you can thrive as a species. Be that apex predator. As a specimen. (laughs) Be whatever you want to be, babes. It's your ecosystem. Period. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. As always, please go subscribe. Go follow us on all the social medias. Our Instagram is thanks, number four, your concern. I'm at Bernice ADSM. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast and tell a friend. You can also follow us on YouTube, TikTok, all the socials, baby. We got it. And we hope to see you next week. Bye. Today we're talking about ecosystems, all right? And ecosystems, they vary. They're just the people that you hang out with, right? They're the, the, the ecosystems that you make yourself, your social ecosystem, the way that your friend groups work, your family, everything.